4: I'm the Rhino, and this is my report today, Wednesday, April 26th, 2017, and we are coming to you from the RWB Network Studios here in New York, and broadcasted by CRN Digital Talk Radio. So, when I heard that someone dumped off a bunch of snakes in an Arkansas Walmart parking lot over the weekend, I just assumed... They meant a car full of Democrats, but I was wrong. I was totally wrong. Somebody, possibly playing a very sick joke, left dozens of non-venomous snakes slithering around in this Paragold, Arkansas, Walmart parking lot. Not good. Nasty. I am not. Definitely not a snake guy. I guess I'm in good company with Indiana Jones. Uh, There were no injuries, there are no suspects, and subsequently no criminal charges filed, and they don't plan to file any. You know, at least they weren't on a plane, right? I'm not sure if Samuel L. Jackson was around to save them. Ugh, snakes, not my thing. Alright, we have a lot to do today. First, ESPN. The station formerly known as the worldwide leader in sports is just another example of what happens when you place politics over consumers' wishes. 100 employees were given pink slips this morning. And to be fair, most of them probably weren't even responsible for the network's declining ratings. But the ones who were, well, they get to stay. They get to stay. Also, we have the framework now of President Trump's new tax plan to talk about. If you are a hardworking, taxpaying American, you're probably going to be very happy. And if you're not, well, then just go back to wherever you came from. Now, how can they justify such large tax breaks? It's very simple, and we'll explain later in today's show. Also, we're going to talk with the University of Miami professor, Joseph Yashinsky. He's an expert in the area of conspiracy theories and fake news. We'll try to get to the bottom of some of this stuff with him. All this stuff that's going on now. And if we have time, we'll discuss the latest case of liberal judge shopping and tell you a few key facts about the judge who doesn't care about the safety of you and your family. We have a busy show. As always, you got to check me out on Twitter at Rhino, R-Y-N-O on air, at Rhino on air. You can find us on Facebook. We're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Rhino Report. And you got to check out the older episodes. Yesterday's was pretty good. I liked yesterday's show. You can find it on iTunes, TuneIn, Freaker, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio. And as always, you can email me more and more of you are emailing me. I'm gonna to respond to a bunch tonight. If you haven't gotten a response yet, wait till tonight. Rhino, R-Y-N-O at RWBNetwork.com. Hope you're having a great day, and you gotta stay locked in. Because this is gonna be a busy one. I promised a special guest, I delivered a special guest. You don't wanna miss it. You're listening to the Rhino report.
2: Defending Liberty one hour at a time. The legends of Kaanapali Luau at the Kaanapali Beach Hotel will take your breath away with an abundant feast, spellbinding dances and music from Lei Pono Productions. Be greeted with a lei and browse to see island crafts made by local artisans. As you hear the poop or conch shell blow, your Luau experience will begin. The featured entree is a whole roasted pig and a bountiful menu of some of Hawaii's favorite food choices. Oh, you can't forget our famous made in-house taro poi. As your night comes. To an end under the spell of the moon Be amazed by the famous firewalk By the end of the night you'll be full And we hope you'll have made new friends And some forever memories While you continue to listen to music From Maui's local Hawaiian musicians Every Monday night at Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel Kaanapali Beach Hotel Voted Best Aloha Spirit by Hawaii Magazine readers Call 667-0128 Or visit LegendsOfKaanapali.com For your exciting island adventure
4: All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. Big shout outs to everyone listening on Red Nation Rising Radio, the Liberty Feed, StreamingTalkRadio.com, KLRN Radio.com, klrnradio.com, WesternFreePress.com, CRN Talk. You guessed it. com, CRN Channel One, Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern. And if you miss it there, then you got to catch it on demand. Right? iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean iHeartRadio, or of course, RhinoReport.com. So a few people have had some bad weeks, bad couple of weeks. Bill O'Reilly, bad couple of weeks. Alex Jones. Now he's being sued by Chabani. He's in he's in court for custody of his children. Now it's on the record that perhaps he's playing a character during his radio show. Bad couple of weeks. But I think we can all agree that the winner of the bad couple of weeks award has to go to united airlines has to they yank that guy off the plane that dr david dow let's leave his past in the past forget about what he did trading sex for drugs or whatever yeah we've all done that right we've all been there (laughs) but he's yanked off the plane he's screaming like a little girl that was not good pr for them And that was on top of, of course, the whole leggings thing, right? Those girls who were daughters of a pilot or something, and they wore the leggings. Ah, You know, I'm going to side with United on that one. If you're getting a trip, a free flight on the arm, at least, at least follow the dress code. So, but either way, it didn't play well. Didn't play well in the media. And now, of all the, I mean, imagine what could possibly go wrong for United now. Think of the most abstract, obscure thing that could possibly happen, and I bet this is more interesting. They killed a rabbit. And not just any rabbit. This was a huge, giant rabbit. His name was Simon. Now, they say he's about three feet long. If you look at the picture of Simon, I'm willing to bet stretched out from paw to paw whatever you call it on a rabbit, I'm guessing it's got to be in excess of five, perhaps even six feet. This thing is huge, absolutely huge. There was a celebrity who was buying this giant rabbit because when you're a celebrity and you have millions of dollars, that's what you do. You buy large rabbits and things like that. So his breeder stuck him on the plane across the pond, Heathrow Airport. Getting off the plane, the thing is dead. It died mid-flight in cargo. But I'm telling you, this thing, it, um, they say it's 10 months old. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. It was on a 767. Um, when it landed in O'Hare, you know, O'Hare is the same airport that they had this problem with that Dr. David Dow. Jeez, nothing can go right in Chicago. Nothing can go right in Chicago. I mean, at least they didn't drag this thing from its seat, I guess. I guess that's the upshot of this. So United and I the scorpions, right? Scorpions falling out of the overhead on a flight from I think it was Houston to Calgary. Ah, I don't know. I'm not flying United. I don't fly anyway, but if I did, it would be off my off my very short list. Very short list. Um Alright, so we're gonna to get to the tax plan a little bit later because that just came out, and I'm still going through some of the numbers. But I did want to talk to you guys about ESPN. I know it's not that big of a deal, but it sort of is because it's sort of indicative of what's happening to some of these companies. Let me explain. They're laying off a hundred employees, which is a pretty large chunk, and most of them are are on-air personalities. They knew this was coming. They knew a couple of months ago that the possibility of being laid off was there. So, plan on seeing a lot of sports podcasts popping up in the next couple of weeks. So far, they've laid off uh, Ed Werder, Dana O'Neill, Austin Ward, Scott Burnside, Brendan Fitzgerald. Uh, they're people who have tweeted out that they've been laid off. And of course, there's many, many more. The problem is ESPN, who's owned by Disney... They couldn't just let sports be sports, free from politics. You know, we turn to sports, whether it be Monday Night Football or or perhaps uh, Rival Night in Canada Hockey or maybe it's just uh, catching a baseball game. We turn to these things as a way to escape some of the craziness in the news, in politics, in our lives in general. And ESPN just couldn't, they couldn't let well enough alone. I believe a lot of this started with Colin Kaepernick. They really gave him the platform. Now, what they didn't look at, what ESPN didn't look at, is something we spoke about on this show, I want to say about two months ago. It was called the Sports Matrix. People who lean right are fans, big fans, ticket-buying fans... Of three out of the four major sports in this country if you look at the matrix baseball football and hockey basketball was the only sport that had fans in the matrix that lean left politically and of the four hockey and basketball are the lowest grossing sports Uh, I think it depends on the year which one's actually on the bottom So you have a 75% of people who watch sports do not agree with the type of platform you give to someone like Colin Kaepernick, or some of the jokes they made during the election process, whether it be the primaries or the general election. Like I said, ESPN is owned by Disney, as is ABC, and I think we'll see something similar with ABC News pretty soon. Yeah, similar. Maybe not quite 100 people, but similar. I'm surprised Disney didn't see this coming. They're very good at foresight, at looking forward. It just shows. This just shows that in the pursuit of being cool and accepted, they will destroy their own businesses. We're seeing it in small part in Target, in Starbucks, in Kellogg's. All of their stocks have dropped dramatically in the last few months not quite as bad as united airlines but still dropping trending in the wrong direction ratings for nbc cbs abc are down ad revenue is down now why would you do that what makes you think given all the information you have why would you still make the decision to have a leftward leaning outlet you look at the house majority Republicans look at the Senate majority Republicans look at the White House of course Republican 67% of all governors Republican 66 out of 99 state houses Republican the the country is officially red they were banking on something I'm going to call the reverse silent vote see only 30 to 40% of us actually vote and as proven by majority we vote Republican conservative that's how we vote They were banking on the 60 to 70% that don't vote, hoping that those people were leaning left. They watch mainstream media. They watch the news. They get the impression that everybody is leaning left. Except for, I don't know, I guess the majority? They see the protests, the riots, the marches. So much anti-Republican, anti-American sentiment is covered. They bought into it. They bought into it, hook, line, and sinker. And they are not following one basic mathematical theory that you learn in 10th grade. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you, if you start a media business, how to apply this theory and not wind up like ESPN. hanging in there, guys.
0: CRN listeners, when you come to Southern California, stop by a great restaurant, the Dresden Restaurant at 1760 North Vermont Avenue in Hollywood. Enjoy great entertainment, like the music of the legendary Marty and Elaine at the world-famous Dresden Restaurant. The Dresden was a location for the making of the movie Swingers. Now you can swing with stars Marty and Elaine. Plus, enjoy great food, too, like French onion soup, artichoke hearts, and many other great appetizers. Seafood? There's salmon, shrimp scampi, New Zealand orange ruffy, halibut, Lake Superior whitefish, and specialties, like veal marsala, piccata, and parmigiana. Plus, we've got a great roast rack of lamb, chicken piccata, and cordon bleu, and pasta dishes, too. Steaks? Filet. New York, Chateaubriand for two. Much more, too, including pork chops, prime rib of beef, and an incredibly extra large cut of prime rib. It's the Dresden Restaurant, open for lunch Monday through Saturday and dinner Monday through Sunday. Check us out at 1760 North Vermont Avenue or call 323-665-4294.
3: That's 800-989-1361.
1: What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you could donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you for calling, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to many exciting locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now, 1-800-785-9618. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher. Call now, 1-800-785-9618. That's 1-800-785-9618. All right,
4: guys, welcome back. Talking about ESPN, I know it's not a sports show, I get all that, but what's going on with ESP- ESPN could be a precursor to what's going to happen at a lot of other networks coming up, perhaps not in the near future, but in the future, maybe by 2020, 2021, we'll see how that election goes. They have really disregarded all all basic information in the pursuit of pushing a a political narrative instead of really just reporting on sports, and they've been doing it for quite a while. They didn't follow the sports matrix. That shows you that 75% of all sports enthusiasts, people who buy tickets, buy merchandise, watch the stuff on TV, lean right. Very very simple. When you have the answers at your fingertips, it, it does bring up the question of why you wouldn't use the information. now. They are not following very, very basic math theory here. They were operating under the theory that not all consumers are voters. Because only 30 to 40 percent of us actually go out and vote. That leaves 60 to 70 percent, which is way too high, by the way, way too high, that don't vote. They were operating under the theory that not all consumers are voters. But they forgot the other half of the matrix, and that is... That all voters are consumers. This is very, very basic 10th grade math type stuff. Basic math theory. These are heads of major corporations, multi-million dollar marketing departments, PR reps who are the best in the world confused by 10th grade math. A simple truth table or Venn diagram would have shown them that this is a losing model 10 times out of 10, but they still do it. So you have to wonder why. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't have the answer. I would never torpedo my company on purpose unless it was for tax reasons. Honest, that's why you do it. This is not for tax reasons. ESPN is a fairly large holding of the Disney Corporation. They're not looking to submarine this thing. The same thing's happening to mainstream media. Ratings are down. Ad revenue, down. And they are also operating under the the guise that they think they can take out talking heads like Bill O'Reilly, like Sean Hannity, like Tucker Carlson. This is all coming. Now, Tucker and The Five, just worth noting... I like Tucker. I'm not a huge fan of the five. They got to dress that studio up a little bit. Studio sucks, but it is worth noting that they are number one in their time slot, the first two days on air, with this new schedule, and in key demographics, 25 to 54 years old, number one, also. See, they're gonna try to try to go after these talking heads. That's the next thing coming. They can't go after Trump. Trump is Teflon. It's not working for them. So, they think if they go after these talking heads, they'll win back the consumer. But what they don't get is, people like us, we don't watch Fox News because of the people. We really don't. I mean, you could you could put Captain Kangaroo in the 9 o'clock spot, and he's still going to rate higher than Rachel Maddow. We watch Fox News because we feel like perhaps it gives us a fair shake. Perhaps they aren't trying to ram a narrative down our throat. Look at the slogans, just for a second. Take MSNBC. They use the slogan for quite a while, lean forward. What does that mean? It screams progressivism. It screams we're not there yet. We were never there. Move past this. Sounds a little bit like a two word phrase for hope and change, doesn't it? Sort of. Look at Fox News. What do they use? Proud American. Which one would you watch? Proud American. Patriotism, pride, strength. Given your belief structure and what we see through voting, what do you think people are going to watch? This is very basic stuff here. Which one? Patriotism, pride, strength, or we're not there yet. We have to keep looking forward. Which one is it? But I got news for you. We've already seen the attack on Hannity. This is the first. This is the first one since O'Reilly. They're gonna go after Hannity. They're gonna go after Tucker, and they're gonna go after Rush. And then once they think they've gotten them gone, they're gonna come after the rest of us, or maybe just skip right to us. I would say bring it on. I don't care. Whatever. But. They will not change what they're doing even though it's a losing model. If you're trying to buy a stock and you want and you hope that stock goes up, would you buy one that consistently goes down? That was at $100 one minute and 10 cents the next. No. You can't even you can't even buy that. It's garbage. And what mainstream media is feeding you right now is total garbage. And rather than cleaning themselves up, they want to get rid of the rest of it. Alright, when we come back, we are going to speak to Professor Joe Yushinsky of the University of Miami. He is an expert in the area of conspiracy theories and fake news. That is apropos for this show. Hang in there, guys. Hey, guys, Ryan the Rhino DeSico here for my friends at Liberty Healthshare. If your healthcare has become a burden and you're worried about being stuck for another year, listen up because you do have options. Liberty HealthShare could be the solution to your problem. Open enrollment is here, and this could be your chance to free yourself from insurance. Take this opportunity and join Liberty HealthShare. You can finally be in control and have freedom when it comes to your health care. Liberty HealthShare offers an entirely open network, which means you choose your own doctors and you choose your own hospitals. Liberty HealthShare offers freedom from insurance, meaning there are no related tax penalties. To find out how you can easily make the change, call Liberty HealthShare today at 855-585-4237 or visit their website at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Do it today.
0: 2. Experience a luxury boutique hotel escape in the heart of Laguna Beach, California, with the finest art gallery, shopping, dining, and nightlife just steps from your door. The heart of Laguna Beach, the edge of the sea. It's the Inn at Laguna Beach. Enjoy our comfortable rooms, blending the style of a timeless beach bungalow with the modern comforts of today. Seventy newly appointed guest rooms and suites await you at the Inn at Laguna Beach. Then, relax at the rooftop bar, where you'll indulge in breathtaking views of the ocean. For dining, you'll find libations and local cuisine on the California coastline, including dining at the legendary Las Brisas, a Southern California landmark. The Inn at Laguna Beach. Footsteps from room to village to sea located in the heart of Laguna Beach. The Inn is within walking distance of all that Laguna Beach has to offer. No car required. The Inn at Laguna Beach. 211 North Coast Highway in Laguna Beach, California. Call 800-544-4479 or visit (laughs) innatlagunabeach.com.
4: episodes iTunes TuneIn Spreaker Stitcher Podbean iHeartRadio and of course rhinoreport.com we have the pleasure of being joined right now on the phone by Joseph Yushinsky he is a political science professor at the University of Miami or the U co-author of uh, the book American Conspiracy Theories he's appeared on Fox News The Blades BBC CNN he's been featured in places like the New York Times, WAPO, Boston Globe, Washington Examiner, and about a million other places. Hey, Joe, are there any media outlets you haven't been on yet?
6: Just yours, and I just checked that off the box. So I think my career (laughs) is now complete.
4: I think so, too. Hey, how's the weather in Miami?
6: It's beautiful, and it's about to end because as a professor... I'm blessed that the months I have to be here are the months that I want to be here, and then once summer hits, you don't want to be here.
4: I, I totally hear that. I've been to Orlando, um, like everybody else has, but specifically in May and August, and that was horrible. It was actually, <laughs> it was horrible, it was too hot for me, I'm a northern boy. Um, I, I have to ask the question, what drew you to studying conspiracy theories and fake news?
6: Well, nobody was doing much on it at the time. If you go back 60 years, you had a a famous book by a historian named Richard Hofstadter who looked at the American paranoid style. Um, But after that, there wasn't that much research on it, and psychologists and political scientists only got into it about the time that Barack Obama got into office. And I think a lot of them were spurred on because of the birther theory theory. And all the conspiracy theories surrounding Barack Obama. So for them, it was sort of a you know a calling to understand why people thought bad things about you know what they thought was a great president. Um, I got into it because I thought that you know the focus was largely just about you know you know, why do people on the right believe conspiracy theories and I was suspicious that people on the left probably do the exact same thing and and what my research has shown is that they do.
4: Interesting. You know, when, when I went to school, I uh, went to college, uh, there were no courses in conspiracy theories. Uh, are, are there a lot of uh, colleges now that do offer courses in that? Yeah,
6: because you have more professors studying the topic, you, you wind up with them offering courses on it. So I've been doing a course on this for the last five years. It, it usually sells out the first day of registration because kids eat it up. Oh, wow. I mean, one of the things I have them do in the class is that I have them, from whole cloth, make up their own conspiracy theory. And then they have to evidence it. You know, so it's completely fake, and it's based <laughs> on nothing and I have them trade it with another student and the other student has to debunk it. Now what winds up happening is that the person who writes the conspiracy theory, even though they know it's made up, they get upset when it gets debunked because they've been brought around to actually believe it, even though they know they made it up.
4: Very interesting. It's like you buy into your own own statements, which I think we see all the time in, in mainstream media, of course, we're talking with Joseph Yushinsky, professor at the University of Miami, about conspiracy theories, also the author of American Conspiracy Theories. got to check that book out. Very, very cool. You know, I, I think if we go back 10 years, and this isn't to besmirch anything anybody does, but the idea of conspiracy theories, especially as they pertain to government... Um, They could have kind of been thrown in the same column as ufology, Bigfoot, paranormal, you know, George Norrie type stuff, uh, which I I love George Norrie, by the way. Um, But but I feel like with the explosion of fake news, conspiracy theories have become more mainstream. Would you agree with me?
6: Uh, Yes and no. I mean, we're talking about conspiracy theories a lot more now than than we ever have in the past. That doesn't necessarily mean that people are believing them more. It's just that we are sort of putting them in their own category and we're sort of wondering, you know, why are people believing this or why are people saying this in terms of throwing it into the same bin as Bigfoot and a bunch of other, you know, mystical stuff. I mean, that's always been going on. If you go back to the X-Files, you know, one week it would be a government conspiracy. The next week it would be some monster in the woods. And because they were drawing on, you know, the same audience, you know, they were essentially drawing on people who, really like ideas that that aren't completely proven. So in that sense, you know, conspiracy theories and Bigfoot belong together, but in terms of the substance, they're very mm-hmm. different things.
4: Do you think that and now I'm I'm a I'm very novice at this, so if this is a very basic, dumb question, please let me know. If <laughs> do you think that um people who have a, a penchant for um, uh, believing conspiracy theories are also the same people that sort of like the urban legend type stuff, kind of these nuggets of truth that get blown wildly out of proportion.
6: It, there's probably some overlap, and there's probably a lot of overlap. but they but but again, I mean, there's sort of different things because if you say, well, I think that there's a group of powerful people who are doing something bad behind-the-scenes that's very different than saying there's some mystical power out in the woods or Mm -hmm. somebody flushed a crocodile down the toilet now there's millions of crocodiles in the sewers of New York so it's 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 an unsubstantiated idea you know and that's what ties all those ideas together but they're different in terms of what's causing them
4: right no very true very true I I wonder if some of your students if they ever tried to go onto social media and have their conspiracy theory take hold, I, have have you seen that at all? no. and And it, it's interesting for my research is
6: that I tend to to study you know mass publics. like I, I look at national surveys and see who believes what, and then I try to figure out why in terms of the people who are the entrepreneurs who are the people who go out and start the conspiracy theories who are the ones that spread them who are the ones that profit from them that's a more difficult area to study because those are a lot fewer
4: people have have you been able to to trace multiple theories back to one or two sources oh
6: yeah i mean if you go there if you take you know let's say the clinton crime family theory you right. can go back in time and see exactly where that originated. And you can find those letters that were sent around um, that alleged um, all the people
4: that the Clintons supposedly killed. You can go back about 25 years and find that. Wow, wow. All right, we're joined right now by Joseph Yushinsky, professor at the University of Miami. We're talking about conspiracy theories. We're going to talk about fake news when we come back to because I know you have a video out there on Kane Talks, and it's about fake news. I want to talk about that guys, hang in there. You're listening to The Rhino Report, defending Liberty one hour at a time, and Joseph, you're going to stay with us. We'll be right back, guys. Hey, guys. Ryan the Rhino DeSico here for my friends at Liberty HealthShare. If your healthcare has become a burden and you're worried about being stuck for another year, listen up, because you do have options. Liberty HealthShare could be the solution to your problem. Open enrollment is here, and this could be your chance to free yourself from insurance. Take this opportunity and join Liberty HealthShare. You can finally be in control and have freedom when it comes to your healthcare. care. Liberty HealthShare offers an entirely open network, which means you choose your own doctors and you choose your own hospitals. Liberty HealthShare offers freedom from insurance, meaning there are no related tax penalties. To find out how you can easily make the change, call Liberty Health Share today at 855 585 4237 or visit their website at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Do it today.
5: You order a glass of your favorite Cabernet, fresh asparagus, hollandaise on the side, a filet, medium rare. You unfurl your napkin with a flare, close your eyes, and prepare to
3: listen. Ah, there it is. The sweet music you long to hear. The sizzle. The sizzle of a Rootskris steak.
4: The most magnificent corn-fed prime beef broiled to perfection at 1800 degrees. Some
3: call it a sizzle. We call it an anthem. As the waiter approaches, you think,
2: is this one mine
3: or that one?
0: Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Like Ruth always said, life's too short to eat anywhere else. Make a reservation online at ruthschris.com or by calling 800 544 0808.
4: All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We are honored. Today by Professor Joseph Yushinski from the University of Miami, an expert in the area of conspiracy theories, fake news, also the co-author of a book called American Conspiracy Theories. You got to check that out. It's on Amazon. Very, very cool stuff here. Now, um, I-, I do think that some conspiracy theories that people have latched onto in the past, uh, were wildly inappropriate. And I'm talking about the Newtown, how the Newtown school shooting never happened, um, uh, 9-11 uh, theories, you know, while some may have some legs, perhaps things like the black budgets, black ops, clandestine prisons, uh, where where do you think something like Pizzagate fits into these?
6: <laughs> um, I haven't found any evidence to suggest that, there, that, that there's anything supporting Pizzagate, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't gone into any pizza parlors and investigated myself. Um, so I don't see that as a, as a credible one right now. And that's one that you can trace back to, you know, you know, some, you know, some subreddit and find out where it, you know, where it started. I mean, if people want to believe bad things about, you know, people in the democratic party, they don't need to resort to conspiracy theories to do it. So I would urge people just to stick with, just to stick with the policies and, and, and those should, you know, if you argue on that, you should win the day.
4: Yeah, I mean, that really got out of control. I mean, it was it was in a lot of different media sources. You had some people who actually acted on it, which is, I mean, terrible, absolutely terrible stuff to act on something that's totally unfounded. Um, what about Trump and Russia? Um, I, and so this is another one where I
6: think, it's, I, I, I think there's a lot of smoke, and I don't know if there's any fire. And I think you could look at any, any incoming administration, and of course they're going to have contacts with Russia. Just like they're going to have contact with, you know, 50 other countries. I mean, when you're running for the office of most powerful person in the world, you're going to be talking, you know, to other countries because your job is as the, you know, the main diplomat of the country, you know, the chief negotiator, you're in charge of everything. So, of course, you're going to have contacts. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if we were to ever run a candidate who didn't have any contacts in other countries, we'd say that person was woefully unprepared.
4: Right, so they're unqualified, sure.
6: Yeah, so it's it, it, to me, you, you know, the phrase I like to, to, to use quite a bit is that like, conspiracy theories are for losers. And I don't mean that as an insult. I mean it, you know, to describe the conditions under which people will most likely believe conspiracy theories. When people lose, when they're out of power or when they're on the outside, they resort to conspiracy beliefs. During the George W. Bush administration, it was Democrats who thought that Bush, Cheney, and Halliburton and Blackwater were up to all sorts of no good. And then when Obama comes to power, it was the Republicans who thought that Obama faked the birth certificate. He blew up the Deepwater Horizon well. He killed the kids at Sandy Hook. Hmm. And now, you know, know, uh, party power has switched again in the White House. And now Republicans are in power. Now it's the Democrats. Who are pushing all these conspiracy theories? And and there was a poll done just recently that asked people, "Do you think Russia hacked our voting machines?" Now, there's no evidence that that happened, but 50% of Democrats think that the Russians hacked our voting machines. So, you know what you find is that when people lose you know they tend to claim that they were cheated and this is exactly what's going on is that they're pushing this Russia narrative to try and explain away their loss and seek redemption but it's you know there's nothing there
4: right i think it's funny that you brought up Halliburton only because with Halliburton there were calls from every corner of the political aisle to investigate Halliburton and their dealings with the bush department and then when Obama takes over, Halliburton has all the same contracts they had just prior. And <laughs> no one says anything about it. So you're 100% right that it's always the losers that sort of come up with this type of stuff. Also, Jeff Sessions, I mean, he met with Kislyak, and, and, which is, of course, the Russian ambassador, but so did 30 other senators. So, of course, you know, there's pictures of, of Kislyak and Schumer and Kislyak and, and Nancy Pelosi. Um, what do you think... Um, what do you think WikiLeaks' endgame is? Do you have a theory on this? I don't
6: know. And, you know, it's interesting to watch what they release. And, and it's hard to know what they receive versus what they release. And it's hard to know, you know, if they if they are engineering what they get in any way and and who's actually doing the hacking. Now, it's sort of interesting how the Democrats have been able to switch this from you know, we were we had our finger on the scale against Bernie Sanders during the entire uh, primaries, and um, it, it was very unprofessional and very undemocratic. And they've turned that from well, this is all about Trump and Russia. No, it's about it, it, it's about a corrupt DNC. Right. It's about Debbie right. Wasserman Schultz having her finger on the scale, and then when she gets found out, what happens? Clinton gives her a position in her campaign which is completely corrupt and then who becomes DNC chair Donna Brazile who we later find out through a hack was giving secret information to the Hillary Clinton campaign before debates and then lied about it. So the corruption we should be looking at is not the WikiLeaks it's 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 the government the governments and the parties that are doing the corruption.
4: I agree. You know, you see, you have these these talks on uh, a talks. Um, it, it, it's a 10 or 11 minute uh, speech. I, I heard it the other day. Very very cool stuff. And uh, you say in that in one of the videos that division makes fertile ground for fake news to flourish. Uh, and, and when we look at mainstream media uh, using using info we learned from WikiLeaks, can we assume that networks like nbc abc cnn are in a good position to spread fake news you got 30 seconds here joe
6: well i'll tell you the the networks have lost a lot of market share and and they've been doing it for decades because there are a lot of other choices out there and i think people saw through their bias in the 1990s and that's why we have fox news so the networks just don't have the power
4: that they used to have thank you joe very good very cool stuff As we are
6: all aware, restaurants and celebrity chefs come and go. But one restaurant is constant, El Cholo.
4: Hi, this is Larry Elder. Since 1923, the original El Cholo on Western Avenue and those in La Habra, Santa Monica, downtown L.A., Anaheim Hills, and the latest Corona Del Mar have served millions of loyal fans and multiple generations. If you've dined there, you know the reason why. It's those fresh green corn tamales, Carmen's historic nachos, the margaritas, and so much more. Treat yourself and dine at a restaurant you really want to go to, El Cholo. I know I do.
2: Hi, friends. This is Larry Minetti. Go to LarryMinetti.com to get my book, Aloha Magnum. You'll read all about the wonderful guest stars like Carol Burnett, Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, and many, many more. There is an episode guide and my favorite recipes that I really cook at home. I will include a free signed photo with every book. Get Aloha Magnum at larrymanetti.com.
3: Eight hundred nine one five twenty six forty four. 915 2644 800 989 1361. That's 800 989 1361.
4: All right, guys, welcome back. This is the last segment of today's show. These shows go quick lately, real quick. So, big thank you to Professor Joseph Yushinsky joining us there the last couple of segments talking about conspiracy theories. And you gotta check out his book there. It's called American Conspiracy Theories and you can find that on Amazon. So go to amazon.com and check that out there. Or you can go to josephyushinski.com and it's there as well. So very cool. And we hope to have him back uh, in the in the very near future to keep going in and delving into this whole topic of fake news. So just before we went live today, big news, right? President Trump's tax plan. Now it was the first if you watched the press conference, the first question that was asked was by some reporter from NBC, and he goes, well, it's just one page long. Can we assume the real tax bill is going to be longer than this? Like, what a dumb question. What a jerk. You know, here's what happens. If you work, if you make money, if you pay taxes, you're going to be really happy with this. Really happy. First of all, standard deductions, all right, singles or people filing separately go from 6300 to $12,600 in standard deductions. Married or filing jointly, they go from 12700 to $24,000. This is going to eliminate the marriage penalty. I mean, is isn't getting married penalty enough. It also eliminates the death tax. That's gone. The minute this gets instituted, the death tax is gone. And we're going from seven tiers to three tiers. This should have happened light years ago. If you make under $75,000 a year, you're going to pay 10%. 10%. If you're in the area of 50 to 75, now you're paying 26%. He gave you a 16% tax cut and raised your standard deductions, doubled them. If you make between 75,000 and 225,000 a year, 25%. 25. That's actually that's up a little bit for them. Up a little bit. If you're north of two hundred and twenty five thousand. So seventy-five to two twenty-five is twenty-five percent. If you're north of two hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year, you're doing pretty well. You're doing well. Thirty-five percent. So they see a little hike. Thirty-five percent. In fact, it looks like Bernie Bernie has a fourteen percent tax hike headed his way. <laughs> Do you think he'll mind? Now, the other big news, and this is huge, is the business tax, the corporate tax, as promised, down from 35% to 15%. This is all in hopes of spurring jobs, spurring spending, getting the GDP up to 3%, and all of these numbers. I'm not an economist, but I do have a background in finance. These numbers lead us in that direction. Now, you're going to say, how can you do it? How can you make these drastic tax cuts? You know why? Because you're going to cut spending, you're going to cut government waste, and you're going to have to start cutting out entitlements. That's just going to have to happen. These social welfare programs are going to have to be reduced, and they will be. Because once the American taxpayer sees that they have more money in their wallet, they're going to be less likely to say, you know what, let's bring back the social welfare programs. Or bring them back to the par they're at now. Because they're going to be seeing money. And money always wins. So that's where he's getting the money from. EPA is going to be gone. The IRS is probably going to be cut in half at some point. And the taxes are coming down. People are going to spend money. I think this leads to probably within two years you're at 3.5%. 3.75% GDP. Something in that area. So you're gonna hear about it on your nightly news and they're gonna to try to spin it and tell you how bad it is, but guess what, money in your pocket Is never bad. Never a bad thing. Hey, guys, thanks for joining me today. Big thank you to Joseph Yashinsky for joining us today on the show. A big thank you to all those who serve our country at home and abroad. And a big thank you to those in the law enforcement community. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for all the hard work. Please keep it up. And above all, please stay safe. God bless all of you. God bless all of your families. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. And until tomorrow, I'm the Rhino, and I'm out.